What's up? It's your girl Yono. And it's Angie. And this is episode numero six of Rebel Women Podcast. So um, today we wanted to talk to you guys about a very sensitive topic. Super, super, duper sensitive, especially if you've been hearing everything that's going around in terms of um, what Cardi B has been saying, Prince Harry with his biracial girlfriend, um, you would definitely understand where we're coming from with this topic. So we're going to start by asking all you guys a simple question. What are you? Yeah. What are you? When you hear that question, like, what comes to mind? Like, normally you would think, like, uh, I'm a person. I am a human being. But think about it. Someone comes up to you. They're meeting you for the first time. And their first question is, what are you? What are you? So um, we started thinking about this question. Um, Well, actually, I started thinking about it because I watch a lot of YouTube videos for content. And I came across one video that um, this YouTuber, I don't know her name, basically spoke about Cardi B and basically how she was basically criticizing her for identifying herself as a black woman. Now, Cardi B has said in the past that she is Dominican, Spaniard, and Trinidadian. But she's also said, you know, she's black. She was born and raised here in the Bronx. Um, So, basically, when it comes to her music, she was raised on hip-hop. So, she identifies, basically, with all all things hip-hop. And that's how she got her flow, and that's how she got her material. Like, she studies these previous artists, like, for example, Little Kim. She quotes her, you know, she has quoted her in several of her songs. So basically the YouTuber was saying that Cardi B is not black. She is a mixed woman, whatever that means, but she is not black. And because she is not black, she's not entitled to all things black. Again, quoting her. So she criticized her for her swag, the way she dresses, the way she talks, and for using the N-word. So, was she right or was she wrong? I mean, after seeing the video today and hearing what the blogger, vlogger was um, commenting, um, I, I, I didn't really know what was going on because I am kind of like in and out of the media and I don't pay attention to a lot of things. But um, when she was referencing what had happened, it was in, in regards to something that Cardi B said about her niece um, having good hair and that her future children will come out with pretty much kinky bad hair because of her mom's side um and what the blogger was pretty much saying is that because cardi b is a mixed woman she didn't really mean that her kids were going to come out with kinky hair because her mom but in fact was going to come out with kinky hair because she's with offset and when i think about this situation and when I think about this topic and someone telling another person that they're not black is like who exactly are you to identify the person like what gives you the right yes is your opinion and in your opinion you're saying that Cardi B is not black but what if she identifies as black what if she identifies as black because her mom is Trinidadian and what if she identifies as black because the culture that she grew up in What's so wrong with people identifying with something? 
So with that said, decided to look up the definition of race versus ethnicity, just in case people aren't aware of the differences. So basically, race refers to a person's physical characteristics, such as bone structure, skin, hair, or eye color. Ethnicity, however, refers to culture, cultural factors, including nationality, regional culture, ancestry, and language. So, with that said, um, can you really pinpoint someone or basically ask someone specifically, what are they, and get a straightforward answer? My thing is, it's 2018 now, and we are in a generation that we have mixed ourselves. We have come become like a big Sancocho. So basically, <laughs> if you're not Dominican, you don't know what Sancocho is, it's basically a stew with a whole bunch of different meats, a whole bunch of different veggies. Like, it's just a melting pot of all these different things that usually don't go together but they go together and it tastes so good and it just makes sense at the end of the day and i feel like our culture now we're just melt we're just melting ourselves and creating these new things that it's just so beautiful so So ultimately yeah ultimately we're gonna get to a point where we're not even gonna know we're not even gonna be able to say anything but we're just human Exactly. You know how they they say that New York is the melting pot because everyone from different backgrounds and different ethnicities, different nationalities come here to pretty much settle. So what Angie's trying to say and what I'm and like what I'm understanding from her is that now in this world in this society, we have gotten to a point where everyone is just mixing with everybody. And to be asked the question, "What are you?" is pretty difficult. You know, because what are you comes with so many factors, so many variables. You can ask me, what am I? Because I have so much. I have, there's a lot of components to me that make me who I am. And not just the color of my skin or the features on my face or the texture of my hair, but but other components that are external that have become part of who I am. But in- so in keeping with the whole like idea of, you know, what it is to be black, I think we need to understand that concept. And from what, I, from what I've gathered from like brief research and, and pretty much my experience and, and my own perspective, um, you know, being black is a term that's used to socially that was created to socially classify people right um from a shared ethnicity so my idea of black and my identification as a black woman comes from the culture the culture that i grew up in um and understanding that i do have roots that are african so a better term to identify me um, for folks who really want to know who the hell I am, I am, and me giving them just a short answer is I'm Afro-Latina um, because there's different components to me. I was born in the Dominican Republic, and I was raised in Brooklyn, bro. Like, seriously, raised in Brooklyn. So 
I, I grew up with Puerto Ricans. I grew up with black people, African Americans, um, Ecuadorians, a bunch of South Americans. It was, it was a legit melting pot in Brooklyn that I grew up in. So, you know, my identification is going to include my ancestry of African. And I include that because I can't deny it from the way that I look, if you want to just keep it external, to the practices that I've seen my family um, embark on, like Santeria and, and different prayers and different um, uh, habits and, and things that they, and, and the, from the food that they cook, from the way that they cook it, you know, it's all from my African ancestry, but I also can't deny the other components that, that, that make me. So you have the European side, you have the indigenous side. So I myself am so many different things, but I can understand how, you know, someone can say, you Norris, you're not black, you Spanish. And I've heard that so many times and it makes me wanna- It's really annoying. <laughs> it makes me wanna choke people because I speak Spanish, but I'm not Spaniard. My thing is that I, I specifically hate it when people just wanna call you out when it's convenient to them. Like, okay, you wanna call me out and say, oh, you're Spanish, this and that, but then when all black, all black lives matter movement comes, they're like, no, you need to identify because you're black. So I'm black when it's convenient to you, but when I say what I am and I tell you that I am a woman of color and I identify as a black woman of color, it's not okay. And this is not to say that everyone thinks this way, but we're just saying in general, there are those few ignorant people who tend to think that way. So as far as the overall idea of this, um, what I've come to think is that when people ask questions like, what are you? It's just like, okay, so why did that question even pop in your head? Is it because you can't believe that something so beautiful, so great, something with this hair, with this nose, with this color of eye, skin, and these curves can't be, just be? Why do you need to pinpoint exactly where geographically can you find someone that has or matches this hair, this nose, the color of my eyes, the color of my skin, or my curves? That is, that. that's really like a good question. Like why, 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 why do people need to know that information? Why is it the first thing that comes to mind when you meet somebody? Why do you need to know what I am? Does it help you maneuver better? Um, and it's funny because I was just recently at a bar and in like the village and this white man comes up to me and he says, you look interesting. I was like, okay, what exactly do you mean by I look interesting? But I guess that type of person would ask me, what are you? Because to them it's just like so intriguing because I'm I have an ambiguous look. Maybe I can be uh, African American and white. Maybe I'm Latina. Maybe I'm just black. But people always want to know so that they can fit me into some box, into some category. But I wonder if fitting me into a box in a category helps them communicate with me better. Because to me it really doesn't matter and it doesn't make sense because I normally don't go around asking anybody what they are um, and it's it's just one of those concepts that 
it kind of sometimes it, it it throws you off it, it it makes you just think so much because i can think to a, a time when you know i was part of an organization called sister to sister and this organization um was established for women of color and it was the first organization to me that helped me kind of see myself um in a different light because before i was really confused i never really fit in with black people and sometimes i never really fit in with latinos because um for latinos i acted too black or maybe um after i came from college i sounded too white when i spoke um too proper and you know in the black community i was a light-skinned spanish girl so I, I faced a lot of situations in which I was really confused as to where I fit in. I wasn't black enough for black girls. I was too black or too whitewashed for the Latino community. And I'm just some black girl for the white people. So I was, I went through a stage where I questioned a lot of my identity and, and how I wanted to look and, and who I wanted to be because I was truly confused. You know, I grew up in a household where my mom um, was a hairstylist and she would perm my sister's hair and my hair and and having straight hair was super beautiful and I've always wanted it. I never truly embraced having um, curly hair until, when was it that I started my curly hair journey? I think it was like, what, like 2013, 2014, where I, um, even though I had the knowledge and I was very conscious of who I was, I didn't truly embrace that part because I, I still felt that I looked more beautiful with straight hair, but why, you know? And it had a lot to do with the conditioning that I got growing up because you have to also acknowledge that we come from countries that faced colonialism and faced um, self-hatred and um, pretty much denying their Afro ancestry because that wasn't something positive to look at. So when I was, you know, to relate this back to hearing this vlogger and how she said, Cardi B is not black. She doesn't even identify as black um, because of how she looks. It just reminded me of how many times women of color told me that I didn't look black. And it's like, who are you to tell me what I am, you know, and that, that, that really strikes, um, a nerve with me because everybody always wants to tell you who you are and make, make everything way more difficult for you when you're like in your self-discovery stage. Yeah. Like honestly, like one of my biggest peeve in general in life is when people tell you that they know you. That they know who you are, they know what you are, when you yourself don't know who you are. I feel like it's very few people who really know who you are because I feel like humans, we are forever growing, forever educating ourselves, expanding. And for someone from the outside to tell you that they know you, that they know exactly who you are, it's bullshit. And literally, like, it just boils my blood. So, 
along with the talk of race and ethnicity, I also looked up the word for colorism, which is the prejudice or discrimination against individuals with dark skin tone, typically amongst people of the same ethnicity and racial group. And it's funny that that's the definition to that because I feel like, for the most part, my own personal experience when it comes to people who have asked me, what are you, are people of color. I honestly have never had a Caucasian person come up to me and be like, oh, hey, what are you? Are you mixed? No. It's literally have been blacks and Latinos who have asked me, what are you? And that, that <laughs> and that makes no sense. <laughs> and that makes me laugh because I get that a lot too from people from my It's community. like my own people who asking me, what are you? What? Yeah, I remember chatting with somebody. Um, it was like an African-American male. And I told him, I was like, well, I'm Afro-Latina. I'm Dominican. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You Spanish, you Spanish. And I'm just like, I knew right, it. Right, I right, knew it. Mind. You never, knew what? <laughs> never mind. Um, this conversation is over because clearly you are ignorant. But you do get it a lot in, in the, the, the colored community where they want to know what you are. They want to understand more. Or maybe they just want to, again, fit you into this box. They and just, I wonder why. My thing is, like, I feel like people ask, like you said earlier, like they ask you to know how should I act around you. Mm. They ask just to know like whether the stereotypes or the stories that they heard actually coincide with whatever behaviors or whatever conversations you're having. Honestly, that's my own personal opinion. That only makes... So, okay, you come across a Dominican, you're not Dominican, you go to a restaurant, they order platanos. Oh, yes, I knew you were going to order platanos because you're Dominican. All Dominicans order platanos. Look at that. It was right. Exactly. Guess what? All Dominic- A lot of Dominicans eat yuca. Don't serve me yuca, cause I swear to God, I will, I will fucking flip a plate. I don't like yuca. I don't either. Don't, don't give me bacalao. A lot of Dominicans eat bacalao. I will flip a plate. Don't give me that shit. Salami, different. I fucks with that. They want to group you, cause when I also say that I am Dominican, they're like, oh my God, but you don't look it. I'm not, I'm not sure how I'm supposed to look. Um, we do come in many different shapes and sizes. Or they'll be like, oh my God, but your Spanish is so proper. You don't sound like them. And I'm just like, well, I kind of study Spanish. And that's, a, school, that's an so. insult to me. What are you trying to say that I don't sound like my own people that I sound proper? That's literally an insult. That's a, literally a slap in the face for you to just say that. Like... I don't even know. Like, and, and that's where you go back to like when people's perspectives on on like another person's ethnicity. Oh, but you should be this way. Oh, but um, you wear your your sock. You wear shoes with no socks. You're Dominican, and it, it's just like these stereotypes and these boxes that everyone wants to put you in. That's why they want to ask these questions. What are you? You know, um, and it's, it's super interesting and sometimes really discouraging because. I'm, you know, you are still trying to figure out who the fuck you are or what the fuck you are, honestly. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, let me let me try to find some identity that may help you kind of like maneuver yourself around me. So I'm just gonna hit you with Afro Latina. But when I bring that up in my family, they're like, what? Tu eres qué? Que tu eres africana? Yes, I. Hey, family, you guys are African too, cause I want to know where you guys come from. If you're Dominican, haha. 
let me surprise you today. You are of African descent. I'm sorry to burst your little bubble that you are indigenous and European because you are a little bit more mixed than that, buddy. So that that that's like the pushback that I get from like our our community when you want to when you identify and you embrace that Afrocentricity, they they give you some shit for it. No, and, and another thing is like again circling back to the initial blog that we saw or YouTube video, she really was like pinpointing the fact that Cardi B is like half Dominican and the fact that Dominicans have this thing with color and they basically 100% basically the way that she paints it is that we hate Haiti and it's just like first of all don't comment on a culture that you don't even know yes in history you know with Trujillo there was a lot of issues as far as race and skin color. Yes, throughout history, there has been a lot of issues between Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Just like there has been a lot of the same issues throughout the entire world, hence America with slavery. So I feel like nowadays the Dominican Republic, listen, we're not perfect, but we are also so mixed that you walk into a family gathering in the Dominican Republic and you see someone dark as midnight and see their sister or brother light as the next Caucasian person with blue eyes and straight silky hair and they love each other because they are siblings. Of course, once in a while, you get that old grandma, grandpa con su compleja that wants to, you know, oh, no, you know, the light of baby, you know. But what can we do? It's how they were raised. My thing is, it's 2018. Why are we still focusing on that and what are we doing to move forward? Why is this still a conversation? Yes, things still happen, unfortunately, in our society, especially nowadays with the president that we have. But... Let's stop talking about it and actually organize ourselves and do something about it in a way that is organized and positive, not putting each other down. Or not reminding the other person that they're not black enough because um, they're from the Caribbean. Or maybe they don't look black enough because... I, I do believe that black is is a culture. Black is a state of mind, and black is a struggle. And most people of color, all people of color, have faced some struggle, especially in the United States, because they are of color. So going back to the vlog, it's like, don't, don't choose Cardi B's identity just because this person's mixed and say, no, 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 no. She's not black. She's a mixed woman. She's mixed. Because at the end of the day, in the industry that she's in, I'm sure she's going to face many prejudice because she's a woman and because she's a woman of color. Because guess what? In the general society, she is black. Everywhere else she's going to go, she is black. It doesn't matter if she identifies as black. It doesn't matter if you identify her as black. In society... She is black. And that is my perspective on it. And the comment that she made, 
about good hair and bad hair and her potential children having kinky hair she's just embracing the fact that from her mother's side she may have um, more afrocentricity that may lead towards her children having kinkier hair um, I do not agree with good hair and I don't agree with bad hair there's different textures of hair and that is something guys that I had to learn on my own I had to learn it because I grew up on the good hair, bad hair concept, and my family still uses good hair, bad hair complexes, and I, I tell them about that, but sometimes they don't learn because they're not as exposed to education, they're not as exposed as I am, and they're not as conscious as I am, you know, um, but I do want to give a shout out to my niece my nieces, because when I started transitioning back in 2014, when I started to like learn about my hair and embracing my own beauty, they pretty much learned from me. And now they both wear their hair very natural. They do not perm their hair. They do not let my mom perm their hair. Um, and they're taking a stand because they are beautiful and they saw that movement within their aunt. So. The more we make our society conscious of, of the beauty and embracing who we are and embracing our roots, the better results we're going to have. And not putting us in, in these little boxes. But if we have to choose a box, I feel like we should know and understand why we're putting ourselves in these boxes and be super proud of that. Um, so to the blogger that wrote that Cardi B is in black, it, do a little bit more research. Have a bit of a more open mind. Just because she has, she is a mixed woman, because I'm a mixed woman, I still identify myself as black. All right, so also examples that the blogger um, posted in the video. She also spoke about uh, Meghan Markle. The fact that basically... Honestly, my thing, listen, Meghan Markle, she was just a dot on the radar as far as when it comes to people in her in her profession. Like, she was on the show Suits. I've never watched the episode of Suits, never heard. No, I never heard of it. Of that show, <laughs> like, literally like, being popular. So, her commenting on the fact that she was just racially ambiguous, never really commented on her race, and the fact that now that she's marrying Harry, the Prince of Wales, now it's just like, okay, Megan, what are you? Are you black and are you white? And the fact that she just said that she's black, because mind you, although she is half black and half white, she was raised by her black mother. She's actually, I believe she's from Canada originally. And um, her dad, I believe he's American. But she has nothing to do with her dad's side of the family. She literally said her mother was going to walk her down the aisle. Shout outs to her for that. Yes. Um, and the fact that the blogger was making that a big deal, saying that because she looked the way she looked, the, way she, the, re, the reason why she acted the way she acted and the way she dressed, she basically couldn't consider herself a black woman, kind of insulted me. That she couldn't consider herself a black woman? No. She was like, she's not a black woman. And what? she basically said that black people need to stop trying to 
like how do you say embrace women who don't embrace them so basically these women aren't saying they're black so why are you claiming them to be black and saying that black women keep getting their feelings hurt because they keep claiming people like Meghan Markle because she's half black Cardi B because she's half Trinidadian and also the issue is of Mariah Carey Mariah Carey's half black Half white. And actually her dad is half black and half Afro-Venezuelan. So there in itself, it's just like you have all these mixtures. So it's just like... My but is it is it a problem for Mariah Carey to identify as Mariah black? Mariah Carey don't care. She's counting her money. <laughs> oh, my God. Cardi B don't care because she's counting her money. Meghan Markle don't care because she's looking at her ring and she will soon be counting her money. So my thing is, why can't we just leave things as it is? Live your life. If and when you encounter, because unfortunately we still have those very ignorant people who I swear don't have access to the internet and television because they're still living in this backward-ass way of thinking. All you have to do is just try and educate them. If they don't take it, leave it as is. Let people identify as they want to identify. If they want to say they're black, if they want to say they're Afro this, Afro that, let it be. But you stay in your lane. Because, like I said before, no one has the right to tell someone else how to identify, especially when it comes to race or ethnicity. Exactly. So, like, in closing, for me, I just feel like we are in boxes that get checked. And society will always find a way to remind us that we should get into categories. As opposed to just embracing and having us understand that there are so many cultures that affect us. That affect the, the composition of the beings that we are. That is not just that person's facial features or that person's hair or um, the way that that person talks. is like everything, we're constantly being affected. A society is gonna, the, the exterior is always gonna affect who we are and we're always creating ourselves. So to limit us and to push us into, into these little identity boxes is just one of those situations that really suck. So in closing, I just feel like identify however you want to identify. You want to identify as black, then you be black. You want to identify as Afro-Latina, then identify as Afro-Latina. As long as you understand yourself and you understand the person that you're creating yourself to be, then nobody can tell you otherwise. So yeah, folks, that is all. So my last um, thoughts on it is um, you can't take people at face value. How they look, act, or dress does not define who they are. So next time someone asks me what I am, I'm just going to say I'm human. So thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us at Rebel Women Podcast. And we are soon going to have a Facebook page that you guys can also follow and support us. Yes, please go on our Instagram and fa and YouTube, actually. 
Um, we'll be posting videos soon. And please leave your suggestions or comments so we can get some feedback from you guys. So please listen, like, and follow. Thank you so much. Have a good night. <laughs>